It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Oh, mama, I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the law. Got miles to go before we sleep. Lawman is putting into my running and I'm so far from my We will not go gently. We're going to unleash hell here in December. Oh, mama, I can hear you crying. You're so scared and all alone. Hey, somebody fix this guy's buckle. I don't even play football. Coming down from the gallows and I don't have very long. She wants to go to have a burger somewhere. 
I thought she was just a machine, yeah. like a artificial wherever, intelligence. Wherever you go, don't don't go to that bar that uh, that Joey Porter went to. That that place only has trouble. <laughs> but everyone that that doesn't know, we 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 use a site called Block Talk Radio for our podcast, right behind the steel curtain, and we have someone who counts down. So while we're trying to talk, she's going five minutes, you know, four, three, two, one. So it gets a little annoying, so we always have some jokes with it. But for any new listeners and for listeners who are used to us, even though it's been a little while, what we usually do here is we kind of take a look at the NFL as a whole, but always from the perspective of a Steelers fan. We get you caught up on any news that has happened and usually recap and preview some games for you. But since it is the off season. We are going to talk a little, you know, free agency, NFL draft, take a look at the draft picture completely, and, of course, from the Steelers' perspective, where we think they could be going, should be going, and maybe will be going. So that's kind of what we've got laid out for you here. Just a heads up for any of our return listeners, we are without our third man, Fred. Fred, uh had a little, you know, back issues earlier, so we were kind of postponing the show. I think he's doing better now, but he's just kind of a little busier. So from here moving forward, it's going to be just Sabo and myself. We will potentially look at adding a third member as we head into the regular season, and our shows kind of, you know, increase in quantity and everything. But for now, just the two of us, I'm going to probably end up putting something up on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com about potential uh, third members as we move forward. So just something to keep an eye out for. But Sable wants jump a, right in. I want a woman. <laughs> Sable wants want a woman on here to kind of add another perspective. And, you know, well, some other podcasts don't offer. Voice, but if she has a sexy voice, that would be that would be okay with me. I guess that's not politically correct. I think any chance we had of that is now over, Sable. <laughs> So, so yeah. moving on, let's jump right. Let's jump I right into like it. That, uh, that guy's name did all Weinstein or whatever his name is. <laughs> is that the one? I don't know. I'll have to take your word for it. I'll have oh. to take your word for it, buddy. Yeah, he he right. that uh, movie company. When it rains, hit the lakes. Experience the best in weatherproof fun at Bolero. Bowl, play games, and treat your taste buds to Bolero's signature menu. Don't get wet, go bowling. Visit bolero.com for hours and weekly specials. So, so, so jumping right into it, the first, you know, about two weeks of NFL free agency are in the books. And really, this was one of the first I can remember where kind of the majority of free agency happened before it even, you know, was the first time in a legal tampering period. We kind of found out where everyone was supposed to sign, and then things happened quick for everyone other than the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, let's talk first about the Steelers' first two moves. We'll, we'll talk you know, briefly because this has already been covered um, by some of our other podcasts here at Behind the Steel Curtain. So, but Sable, I want to get your thoughts. Steelers' two biggest moves, of course, were signing inside linebacker John Bostic and safety Morgan Burnett from the Packers, Bostic from the Colts. I want to get your thoughts on those two signings um, and specifically how you think they could impact the draft. You forgot we just had a third signing. Dan, big Dan Mahalers. 
<laughs> oh yeah, that, that's going to have a major first round impacts. I think league wide. His roster bonus would be if he makes the fifty three man team, he gets so much money. I don't know what it is. He got the lowest four year. If you're a four year player, you get so much money. I can't remember what it is right off the top of my head. I know a signing bonus only like eighty thousand dollars. But if he doesn't make the fifty three man team, and there's no chance in hell that he's making the fifty, he should have been the one that was cut last year. We should have kept Harrison, but okay. Besides that, I love the Morgan Burnett going into the draft. I, I go in the draft, going into free agency. I had him as the second best safety when Honey Badger got, you know, when he messed up, when he got, when they cut him and everything. I thought we'd go after him, but the only thing I didn't like, both of them had a little bit of injuries. Honey Badger's only five nine. I don't know if that fits us, but Morgan Burnett, to me, was the second best. Oh, no, I would rather had Morgan Burnett and everything. I'm going to make a statement and everything. I think Cameron Sutton is going to start somewhere on this team. I don't know if he's going to take Burns' place. because He's, he's really not that fast. He runs like a 4-5-2. I don't know if he's going to take Davis's place because we play so much nickel and dime. If he does that, let's let's say Burns stays at cornerback starting. Hayden on the other side. Let's say Sutton then. And I think if the other safety, if it is, if if Morgan Burnett moves moves out and doesn't make either the starting, I think if they don't pick up a linebacker in the draft. Morgan Burnett can, to me, play linebacker. He's played it a lot in Green Bay and everything like that. So I'm thinking, I think Sutton's going to play somewhere here. So then you'd have I'm sure. Burns, Burns, uh, Sean Davis. Sean Davis and, and Burns, one of them is going to lose out. And I don't know which one's going to lose out. Uh, Davis really can't tackle that well. Neither can Burns. I think Burns is a better cover man and man cover than but oh. if them if we start Sutton, then I think if we don't draft a linebacker, Burnett's gonna come up and be the linebacker and everything. I I know I'm gonna shock you right off the bat, but I think that's the way it's gonna happen. We got Bostick. Bostick to me is Vince Williams, but maybe a little bit in pa- better in pass coverage and everything. We needed a – he's a depth man. He's going to maybe start, but if we do pick up a linebacker in in uh, the draft, I can't see him starting. I think he's going to flip over. Both him and Williams both play the, the same linebacker position, everything like that. So it's going to be maybe Williams on run-stopping downs, pass rushing, and maybe Bostick and pass coverage. I think that's the way it's going to go. They didn't pay anything for any of these. They still got like $3.1 million. Burnett was not a high end. I think he only got $2 million. Bostick, both of them did not get a lot of money and everything, but they're good. Burnett, to me, is a starter. 
I don't know if Bostick is. But Bostick, I would rather had last year instead of Sean Spence if Bostick would have been open then to bring him in, but he wasn't cut then or he was hurt and everything. Then we would have had a better last year with him. But that's where I am with the free agents on the Steelers and everything. Burnett's great, great pick and everything like that. You have him as your best free agent acquisition. Bostick second. And why we brought McCullers back. We, he shouldn't have been here last year. If, like I said, it came down to between him and Harrison, I think, and they, they kept the wrong guy and everything. Instead of us giving McCullers the money, I would have give, rather given it to Robert Golden. You at least would have had another safety, you know, and a great special teams guy. Because who do we bring in special teams? Slater, who finally re-ups in New England for two years, and Michael Thomas we brought in. Michael Thomas, safety, but he never he, he's not going to play too much safety and everything. So you lose gold in your special teams, man. That's why I thought they brought in Slater and Michael Thomas is still out. I would have rather signed Golden or Michael Thomas than McCullers. McCullers, there's no way he's making this team. He's you don't need right to and and it's not like they they used up a bunch of cap space on McCullers. See, it's, that's really just about filling out the ninety-man roster, and I'm sure they're not done. I'm sure they're done with names that anyone will recognize. You know, as far as like the Morgan Burnett's and such, but I'm sure they will add more guys, and they absolutely will through the draft and and afterwards. But they're going to look to add special teams players and depth guys. That's why they added back Toussaint and McCullers, and that in no way is putting them at, on the 53. It's just saying, we'll, we'll maybe bring you into camp and we'll look at our depth and move on from there. So, Matt, I'm going to give the phone uh, number. I, to, oh, you got yeah, to, absolutely. Okay. 347-850-8581. We'd like to hear from you. We can talk free agent. Um, any draft, you want to talk about another team or if you want to talk to us about who these stewards are looking at and everything. You know, we'd like you to call in because that's why we do this show. Um, I was listening. I was telling Matt I was listening to the uh, Terrible Towel Cafe podcast, and Van Cliburn, I think his name is, he was a hoot. He's very funny. Van Cliburn, if you're listening, I wish you'd call in and everything. I, I like to get together with you and have a few toddies. Okay, so I, I hope. <laughs> we are. Yeah, so, so moving moving <laughs> moving forward um, with our with our show for those who do want to call in because some people like to listen to it after listen on the phone listen to it on the way into work as a normal podcast our usual time that we go on is probably going to be on Friday or Saturday night eight ish um, Jeff Hartman the editor over at Behind the Steel Curtain usually does a fantastic job of putting up our show on the site. This one was a little more impromptu, so I don't think it's up there yet, but that's just something to look forward to as we get back into kind of a normal schedule. But back to back to football. I I agree with you, Sabo, on almost all points. I think Burnett is a, is the start, and it was hard for me. I, I got kind of a lot of heat over at Bonsville Curtain when it first happened because I looked at Burnett when they signed him as being 
I, I wasn't ready to hand in the starting job. I had I was thinking, so we're going to draft a safety, one or two, compete with Burnett. Burnett possibly becomes the dime back, um, and the rookie potentially starts with Davis. I've I've changed my stance on that a little bit, just you know, from doing more research on Burnett, watching more, looking at more figures. I think you can pretty much pencil him in as the starter at strong safety and moving Davis into free. Uh, I like the Bostic. I, I think I think he'll work well. Basically, for Steelers fans, what you have to look at is Bostic is an upgrade over Spence, and Burnett is an upgrade over Mitchell. And from that standpoint, the Steelers are better than they were when they played the Jags. They're not better than they were before they played Cincinnati and lost Shazier, but they're better than they ended the season. And that's all you can really hope for at this point when the draft hasn't even happened yet. Uh, let's finish up free agency. Give me, give me one team, say, Bo, that you thought did, you know, other than the Steelers, that you thought did a good job through free agency and one team that you think missed either by not addressing their needs or, you know, overpaying for someone. Uh, Houston was a winner just because they got Honey Badger. Yes. I think he's really good. I think Houston, right now, uh, I think New England's made the worst move back out of everyone. I think they were the losers in this. They lost Nate Solder, their left tackle for Brady. They lost mm-hmm. a lot of guys. They, uh, I think they lost Amendola, went and everything. They re-upped Slater and everything. But they lost a lot and everything. And, uh, Dallas, I don't, I don't even know if they signed anyone. So they're a loser, too. Um, Jaguars just signed Alan Hearns, I think. Did they? Okay. Jaguars, yep. they picked up the guard Noel, and your favorite, Michael Bennett. You want to go in with Michael <laughs> Bennett, the scoopy gaming? Michael Bennett went to the Super Bowl champion Eagles. He a little news that just came out. It's kind of not the only news outside of free agency really in the draft. Bennett now has a warrant issued for him for allegedly harming an elderly woman trying to enter the uh, this past Super Bowl. So, see what kind of suspension comes down, what kind of fines come down. Just not a great start on your brand new team for Michael Bennett, but something that I think doesn't surprise that many people who follow the Bennett brothers. Thoughts, Abel? They got rid of Yep. All right. So I'm um, I'm right there with you. Texans big winner. I think everyone was surprised when they were able to sign uh, Tyron Matthew for you know one year seven million dollars. That's that's not at all what we thought. I I don't think that's even what he thought he was going to make earlier before he was released. He was saying that he he and his agent thought he was going to make more money than he would have if staying with the Cardinals. So the whole safety market has kind of been kind of been crazy, but that's allowed the Steelers to get Morgan Burnett for cheaper than I think anyone thought earlier before Burnett was released. He was saying he was looking at around eight, eight point five million a year. He ends up signing for about four point two five, I think it was, million per year. So about half of what he was looking for. So good deal by the Steelers there. Interesting free agency as always. Let's jump right into let's jump right into the draft, why don't we? 
we we are going to have at some point in between now and the actual draft, Sabo and I are going to run through all 32 first-round picks, do our own live mock draft on the show. Uh, anyone is welcome to call in during that, of course. One but that's something to look forward to. Yeah, that's something to look forward to on a later show. Today, let's talk Let's talk Steelers, of course. Let's talk top of the draft, um, really the first five picks, one through five. Specifically, to start, I want to get your opinion on what Cleveland should do at one and four and what you think the Jets were doing with their, with their monster trade. But let's start with Cleveland. Let's start number one overall, Cleveland Browns on the clock. Where would you go? And where would you go at four after that? I would go, I'm Cleveland, I would go Barkley with the first pick. Penn State Barkley, really? Yep, positively. Knowing that three quarterbacks could go before your next pick? Yep. That's all that's going to go is three quarterbacks and everything. So you would have three, to have four quarterbacks. Yep. I think to take Barkley, you have to have four quarterbacks that you think are franchise quarterbacks. I think there might they might think. Well, we're thinking of Haley too, the way Haley thinks. Right. Uh, if his one of his four might be Lamar Jackson. If you're just thinking the way he thinks and what, how he wants to run the offense, so. We might have five quarterbacks that they might be looking at. Darno, Rosen, I think, is above Darno. I like Darno, like I said, better. Darnold, you mean? Yeah, Darno, yeah. Instead, because yeah. he the, when he played with Juju and everything. Rosen, right. Sam. Uh, I like Mason Rudolph. I have him three. I'm sorry. Josh Allen, maybe four. And you're talking about May. Uh, let's see, Baker Mayfield, then Lamar Jackson. So he has his pick of the top three, and I think he might like Jackson. Um, who did you were saying something about? Who did he bring in? Who's his quarterbacks he brought in? Cleveland to look at. To what? What do you, as far as what pre-draft visits? Yeah. I'm not sure. I know they, uh, I know they went to Darnold's pro day and Rosen's pro day, and they were there for Allen. I don't know who they're doing as far as pre-draft visits. Okay, so and we're talking three, three quarterbacks, and that's it. That's what you have. If they right. three. All depends on who their visits go to and everything. So if they take Barkley, yeah, it'll be. You're going to get the third best quarterback. For some reason, they're in love with uh, Taylor. I don't know why, but he, he he's average. He's going to get you over a couple games until your quarterback's ready. Uh, sure. But if I'd have the first pick, I'd go with Sam. Just you know, to match up. You know, if it was the Steelers' pick, with them, right. I, I got to go. With the, with... I'm sorry. I think Barkley is the best player. Uh, you never know what a quarterback with their, what they're going to do and everything. I'd rather go with the sure thing franchise. Even if I wouldn't go with him, you know who would be my second 
favorite player? Who's that? that I, is Nelson, the guard from um, Notre Dame. Sure, I think he's definitely considered yeah. one of the one of the safer prospects. So yeah. Cleveland, Cleveland is in a unique yet familiar position where they have a lot of high draft picks. They are going to be in a position to take another quarterback. They're going to get all this praise post-draft because they made all these picks. Of course, they're going to look great, but it, it, all that matters is if this is the year they finally get their quarterback. So with that said, if I'm them, I don't mess around. I, I, take, I take my number one. I take my number one rated quarterback. I don't mess around. I know that's what we need. I don't. I would rather have the top quarterback and maybe the second or third running back than the top running back and the second or third quarterback. Do you I mean, think there's sure, that space between those five quarterbacks? Well, no, three. The top three quarterbacks. Yes, I think I think Darnold is. I think Darnold is the clear one. I think I like Rosen, but he's got he's got injury problems. He's got he's got concussion problems. It's and we all know what's what how the league is getting stricter on concussions. So taking a quarterback who doesn't escape the pocket well, who's had concussion issues, and hasn't even taken a snap in the NFL yet, it's just it's just a little risky. That said, I like him as you know just just a quarterback if he's healthy. Allen needs to sit for a solid year like Patrick Mahomes did, yet he's going to go top five to a quarterback needy team. He's had, what, like a 50, 50-some percent completion percentage. So I I would mess around. I would take Darnold. And then knowing at four, you've got options. Because you're either okay, going to get – go ahead. Let's go with this. Let's, take, let's see they take Sam first. I'm calling him okay. Darnold, like like Aaron Donald. But right. I'd say you take the quarterback. You take Sam first. The Giants, quarterback two? Or do they take Barkley? Potentially. They they could still – see, we don't know. A lot of people are saying that the Bills, the Bills have to trade with the Giants. And – because they want their quarterback, and that's not true. But the they got a lot of picks. I don't know. They, they do have a lot of picks. So who knows if the Giants are even going to end up being there? If they stay there, I would I would draft a quarterback. Manning is. Well, you're going to get two more years out of Manning, and then he's going to be close to forty. And you just take take the quarterback if there's a franchise guy. If there's not, take the best player available. But. You What's know, the I, chance they of the were, first three quarter, the first three picks all being quarterbacks? So let's say you go high. Cleveland, Cleveland with a quarterback, Sammy, then Giants picking Rosen, the Jets picking either between Josh Allen and Baker Mayfield. Mayfield. Okay. Yep. They go with Mayfield. Cleveland is now sitting there. Possibility, and you get they, you get Barkley Bar- anyways, right? You take that chance. That's yes. You hundred you hundred percent take your number one quarterback over your number one running back any day. They've also brought draft in Carlos Hyde. Yeah, this is draft day. What's up? Movie. This is draft day. Yeah, movie. 
This is this is draft day the movie here. Uh, only we're not we're not getting paid like they did. Yeah, if we had the hindsight, and I know that Barkley's there at four, then I would pick the quarterback. But I'm not sure. Of course. Yeah, you're talking about me, okay? If I was running Cleveland, right? If I was running Cleveland, this is me, not Haley and and Jackson. I would pick Barkley. Let's go this way. Here, Matt. Okay, the Steelers have the first. Right now, the team they have right now, who would be your first pick? I I can't trade back? Or can I trade back? Okay, no. We'll say for for the sake of it, you you can't trade back. And we'll talk about the trade back. You got the first pick in the draft. Steeler Nation. I can't trade back. I go. I go. Donald. Hmm. I don't. I I don't think there's any. But I'm telling you, Barkley really makes me think again. Yeah, that's that's the thing. You you could go Barkley and. Uh, that, I, I don't know. I'm trying to wrap my mind around that. Because then does that mean they've got the 31st pick also? Do they have the fourth pick? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No, not when, Cleveland. What, I know. I know. Um, you got the 33rd it, pick. It, <laughs> it'd be hard to pass that up. All right. Let's, let's transition into. Patrick. Into. Uh, I'm, I, I actually like. Durham and James more than Fitzpatrick, but let's let's transition into while we're talking Steelers. Then, anyways, let's get no, off to of Cleveland because we're gonna have a whole yeah, we're gonna have a whole bunch of time to talk Cleveland, and y'all can just see how how animated Sabo and I get about the draft. But let's jump to Pittsburgh, sitting at twenty eight, not at one, thankfully, but unfortunately not at thirty two either. They're sitting at twenty eight, two spots ahead of where they were last year, and their needs are. Right, then their needs are less so than they were two weeks ago, but still prominent. They still need an inside linebacker. They still need a safety, maybe not a starting safety this year, but they still need a safety. And after that, you can look at wide receiver. You can look at guard. I mean, after... Linebacker and safety, they're set up very well to go what player falls to us, who's highest on our board, similar to how they did last year with Juju. I don't think they went into it, and I don't know, but I don't think they went into it saying we're going to come out with a wide receiver in round two or else we're in trouble. But I think he was just too good to pass up, and that's how you end up getting steals and getting great value. So let's talk options at, at 28. I feel like... I feel like personally right now, if you gave me five names, I could peg who the Steelers are drafting. But maybe that's not warranted. Maybe that's just a little little too much ego on my part. But I feel like there's no the way they don't come out. Give me the five names, Pardon? and I'll give, you the, I'll give you five names. You give me your five okay. names. Go ahead. Five Five names, barring no no trades, no trade. They're picking up. They're picking at twenty eight. We're staying there. So we know uh, Tremaine Edmonds is going to be gone. 
we know yep. Roquan Smith is going to be gone. If either of those two were there, I'd include them. So the only reason I'm not including these players, you know, and you can add add guys like Barkley and Fitzpatrick and James, I'm not including them because I don't think Fine. they're going to be there. Not, not that I Fine. wouldn't like them. Remember Likely Smith, players who will be there. Right. I remember that. And I'm, I'm curious to see what happens, but we'll see with Roquan Smith medical. Anyways, five players. Go. Most likely, and the guy who I've got in my current mock, Leighton Vander Esch, uh, linebacker out of Boise State. He's who everyone and their and their sister is is pegging for the Steelers at this point. He even said it himself on NFL Network. Uh, I think it was Siciliano or something like that. Asked him where he thought he was going to go. He said, "I have no idea," but everyone's saying the Steelers. Mm-hmm. So that's really the consensus pick right now. I think the other inside linebacker who could be there, Rashawn Evans, has to be in the talk. So both inside linebackers, Van Der Esch and Evans, I think you can throw in Justin Reed. A little bit less so now that you've got Burnett, but quality safety, position of need. After that, I don't think they're going any tight ends. I don't think they're going receiver. I think you would have to look at did an edge rusher fall like did if if those linebackers are gone did a guy like Harold Landry possibly fall so I would throw him in the I think he goes earlier but if he's there I say you take him and the one other thing one other player I would throw in there is 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 the quarterback who I know you don't think they would take in a million years but I would throw Mason Rudolph in there because I think that if all these players are gone then that means that someone got pushed down to them like a, like a quarterback, like like Rudolph or something. So that's that's what I would put. But, okay. but give me your thought here. Hey, sports fans, football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with MyBookie. MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie than today. Go to MyBookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. Um, Evans. Sure. Justin Breed. Ronnie Harrison. Vander. Uh. Vander. And then the quarterback. If Mason Rudolph, he's the fifth guy. Uh, no. I don't want that key kid, that that pass rusher. Landry, R- yeah. No, no, I don't like. It. So Landry's at fourth best, and Mason. No, no, Mason Rudolph is fourth. Landry is fifth. Here's why I don't think they're going to pick Van Der Esch. The Steel, who was the last non-power five player the Steelers picked in the first round? It was Ben. After yeah, it's been. 2005, that's 13 years ago. 
Now, things could change. They've never picked an Alabama player since Colbert and Tomlin's been, okay? There's your Evans. But things change. They've never picked in the second round a non-power five-school player since Colbert's been here. The last one the Steelers picked, are you ready for this? Ricardo Colbert. Yeah, the defensive back from whatever whatever T school that was and everything. That's what you're going into. I know they were at Alabama Pro Day. It comes down to me if Van Der Esch is there or Evans, okay? They have to finally say, forget about this Power 5 stuff and everything. He's the closest we have to take in the place of Shazier with the skills that he has. Okay? I'm going with him. Evans is my second pick. Justin Reed is my third pick. If any one of those three are, if the two linebackers are gone, then I go Justin Just like I said in the opening, you move Morgan Burnett to linebacker. Play a lot of dime with him, a lot of nickel and everything like that. He can play. He calls. He called the defense uh, secondary for Green Bay. Bostick did call the plays, too, and everything. But in my pick, it's Van Der Esch first, Evans second. If either one of those two are gone, then you're going to have to go with Reed. And last time we were talking – some of the nose tackles might drop. Maybe a Harrison Phillips, um, the kid from Virginia Tech that settled, someone like that, Brian, maybe one of those three. I think that's way too high. Well, there, there, there's my fourth guy, one of those. I got if, if those three are gone, would you drop back? Vander Ash is gone, Evans is gone, and Reed's gone. Would you drop back out of the first round? I'd 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 give it to you even even easier. If if our four inside linebackers aren't there and and Harold Landry isn't there, I'll drop back regardless of what safety's there, as long as it's not named James or Fitzpatrick. Because I I think there's so I think this is such a deep safety class and I think that with the addition of Burnett yeah. safety becomes not a huge need. We know how, how much they like to get their first round picks playing immediately. So let's let's say and then oh this is a roundabout way to answer your question. But let's say they, they draft Reed one. Burnett is still gonna be the starter at strong safety. Davis is gonna play free safety. Best case scenario here is that in dime package, uh Burnett moves up to the line, uh, plays a little closer. Justin Reed goes and plays the free safety role or the strong safety role somewhere in there, or just just Reed becomes your dime back. But dime, you know, even if you play 30% of snaps, that's not that much really, you know, enough to warrant a first-round pick. So I'm just not sure that there's any way that a first-round safety gets that much playing time. And then when you look at there's really seven guys maybe after Justin Reed that could develop into nice quality starting safeties. You know, you go through your Terrell Edmonds, your Marcus Allen, your um, Deshaun Elliott, all of them. So 
to me, if the backers aren't there, if that edge rusher's not there, I trade back. You have, just like you said, there was a lot in the second round, a lot of good safeties in the second round. So that would be my last. If the linebackers aren't there and you pick up Justin Reed, I think you can get a, like you said, Edmonds, uh, who else? Elliott, Bates. Bates a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, Ed Edmonds, Bates, um, Elliott. Don't forget Jerome Whitehead. He's a little bit smaller, the kid from Pitt and everything. Uh, but there's Jordan Whitehead. But I don't think there's a great linebacker you'd be able to get in the second round. You're looking at a kid like Jefferson, uh, Baker from Baker. Ohio. I know yeah. you like that. Uh, Leonard from uh, Hargrave. I think he's got potential. You know who who I like that could be in the second more than those guys is a guy who's. Um, being projected as an edge, or at least listed in a lot of top five edge rushers, is that uh, Uchenna Nwosu. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I I think that guy would make a very nice inside linebacker. He's, you know, they say a little undersized, but the guy just, what did he have? It was something like eight or nine batted down passes last season. Mm -hmm. It was was just all over the place. Extremely athletic, very quick able to rush the passer just off pure athleticism. And they could take a guy, much like they did with Ryan Shazier, and move him from an undersized outside linebacker into an off-the-ball inside linebacker. So I think that's, that's, that's a guy that I've been watching more and more tape on. Uh, specifically this past week, I've been watching a lot of tape on him and trying to get a better, better feel. So That's the way to go in the second round. With him, I would pick him over Jefferson. I yep. I just don't see Jefferson having that high uh, football IQ. Baker, a little bit light, ran fairly fast at the combine and everything. That running straight is a little bit different. Um, you know how Chuck Noll said everyone runs looks good in their shorts and everything like that. I'd rather them at the combine run them in pads, cleats, and everything like that instead of Absolutely. picking. Darius Leonard in the second round. I, I think it'd be too much of a jump for him, just because they don't pick them small school guys. I would rather pick the edge rusher in the second round, maybe with moving him. Like remember Timmons when he came out, yep. was an outside linebacker. So maybe with his speed and everything, you throw him inside. I would rather go with that route if you have to pick Reed. The, the best way it can go is one of those four line. Well, not one of them four linebackers. One of the two linebackers, Van Der Esch. That's just. Why don't we just call him LVE or something like that to get it out of the way? Or Evan. Right. One of those two are there. Then you pick up a safety in the second round. That's to me the perfect draft. In third round, you were talking about what? Let's go over your draft. Remember you did? Did you already talk about the your draft? I have not yet, and we'll get to that in just just a sec. If we if we've got some time, we'll get to that. I did my first mock draft. I usually try to do a couple a year. I, I sent it out to Sabo. Was going to do talk about it on the show if we had time. But before we get to that, want to talk about because we've been discussing some 
some guys that we think they could take and want them to take with our, you know, top four or five guys. Um, I also want to talk about the guys that you're seeing mock to the Steelers or you're hearing, you know, people over on Bonnetsville Curtain talk about the Steelers taking at, at 28 who you just either don't think would be a good fit or you're not buying in on the player. So just like we were talking about, you know, four or five guys that we're, we're in on, we think would be great fits, great picks. Can you give me a couple guys who you think, you know, aren't good fits or good players for the Steelers and why, just so that some of our listeners can can kind of get a, a counter-argument? Because a, a lot of people are seeing guys like Darius Geis mocked uh, and, and, and so on from there, and lots of quarterbacks also. Ronald Jones, um, running back from uh, USC and everything. There's another guy that plays with Houston. I just think that's a little bit too high for him. Um, if we didn't have Bell, we're only going to have Bell for this year, and every, everyone knows that and everything. I mean, if this was next year, I would love to get a Ronald Bell at 28, but I think he might be gone. To me, he's the best blocking running back, too. When I'm looking, when I'm doing my uh, index cards, when I'm doing my draft cards and everything, that's one of the things I look at, a running back that can block. Now, I like Ronald Jones. If he was there in the second round, but I don't think he'll be there in the second round. Uh, Any of the Georgia running backs, that's way too high. I love... James Washington, great wide receiver and everything. I like Cortland Sutton, SMU, very good wide receiver, better blocker, maybe the best blocking wide receiver in the draft. I wouldn't pick any of the tight ends. You wouldn't need an offensive lineman this high. Um, You're still going to have Foster for one year and everything like that. You only need a swing. Um Brian O'Neill from Pitt ran the fastest 40 for any of the offensive linemen and everything. I think that's a little bit too high for him. You don't like the nose tackles or, you know, I I don't think you like Harrison Phillips. I think that's too high for them. But if everyone's gone, the kid from Virginia Tech, like we talked about, settles the Brian. I think that might just be a little bit too high for them. Who else are you looking at? Pass rusher, um, I do not like that key kid and everything. He's injured. Right. I, I don't like – I like Landry a lot better. If Landry was there, I, you know, as your fourth or fifth option in the first round. Uh, cornerbacks, I don't know if they're uh, – Carlton Davis. I mean, we have – look how many defensive backs we're going to be going in with next year. You know, if you count Hilton – don't count out Sutton. I, I, I have a feeling about this kid. He's going to be playing somewhere. Right now you're talking about you have six good defensive backs. That's going to make a little sure. flexibility and everything like that. So a cornerback, I don't – I mean, if you get a cornerback, he's going to be your third cornerback, and then you're going to move Sutton to safety. Hilton's already your nickel or dime. A cornerback to me wouldn't be a frugal pick there and everything. Um, uh, Lamar Jackson, would you take a shot? at I'd say all the quarterbacks, the inside linebacker's gone. 
Justin Reed's gone. Would you take a shot at Mason Rudolph? I love Mason Rudolph. I, if if all our guys are gone, I would I would yeah. take a shot at Rudolph. He, yeah. you know, we we were texting throughout the season and throughout the college season. Uh, you know, keeping on this guy, keeping on that guy. I think both of us were pretty high on high on Rudolph, and much higher than I feel like the the NFL media is. Yeah. I think he's he's pretty much ranked consensusly as as the sixth or seventh quarterback, and I I, I think he's great. So I I would potentially take him, but he, of course, that's in the worst case scenario where you know all the all of our top guys are going. And they've already gone. For me, I, I'm right there with you. I, I'm not a big fan of either of those. Or, uh, the the sub tier first round edge rushers, Arden Key, Josh Sweat, and so on. Oh, the Sweat, no safety way. from yeah, the the safety from Alabama, Harrison. I'm definitely not a fan of it. So. I, I'm right there with you. It's going to be interesting to see how this moves forward and how it plays forward. Lots of things to shake up, lots of more trades to happen, I'm sure, as we get moving forward towards the draft. We'll have a what better you, idea of where the Steelers are going. What do you think of, let's say at 28, there's nothing. The 28, the 27 best players. Colbert has his list, Tomlin has his list, and he's only have 27 players with a first-round grade, those 27 players are gone. Would you move back? I brought up about the Cleveland has the first pick in the second round. We were talking about this. If they would offer first pick in the second round and their first pick in the fourth round, which is almost like having the last pick in the first round and the last pick in the third round, but you would start the draft every day with having the first pick. Reset your board. Would you take Harrison? Everyone's gone. Harrison's the only one. You drop back four picks. Well, really five. You drop back five picks. Would you take a Harrison there with the first pick in the second round? Would you pass on him there? You're talking about, you're talking about the, the safety from Alabama? I would no, I, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take him. I don't. I don't like. I'm not hiring him as a player. So whether I'm getting him at at 28 in the first, or one in the second, or you know 10 in the second, it, it, it's too high. I, I think one first and second round you, you have to hit on, and I think he's he's a miss. We can dive in deeper into our specific, you know, okay, his misses and everything like that later on not going to happen, but how about Harrison linebacker? How about if Harrison's there in the second round for the Steelers at 60? Where do, where do they go one? Linebacker. They were linebacker one, and Harrison is, he's what, the, the last of those safeties? If, Steelers if, come if they were linebacker in one, and you're sitting at, at two at 60 or whatever, and and Reed is gone, uh, Bates is gone, Bates. Elliot is gone, Marcus White. Allen is gone. Yep. If if, if all these guys are gone, Ed, Edmonds is gone, 
then then ah, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I would. Pick up sixty. All the safeties are gone. No. I need I need to watch him more, but I I wouldn't I wouldn't take a player I'm that high on just out of desperation. I would look at uh, there was this giant run on safeties who fell to us, much like. Give me give the phone. Okay, White's gone too. You like that White from West Virginia? He's gone. Yeah. Okay. I would. Give me a sec. Bates is gone. Edmonds is gone. What Elliot? Do we say him? Yeah, he's gone. I'm pretty much saying they're all gone, except all for gone. Harrison. Okay, the only one left is Harrison. <coughs> what would you do? Bates is gone. I Go I would look at who fell and and I I need to watch some more tape on Harrison. I've watched some and haven't come away impressed at all. I, I see a lot of a lot of flaws. But I, I need to watch more. But right now, I would look at who who dropped because all these safeties went last year, second round. All these cornerbacks and DBs went, and Juju Smith-Schuster fell to them. They went uh, instead of reaching and taking guy, we'll take a guy like Juju, and in the third round, we'll come back and we'll grab Sutton. So if there's this giant run on safeties in round two, instead of taking a player that you're not sure on, I'll go okay. Let's go ahead and just switch position. Who fell? Who's highly rated and is now sitting there? Is it my guy Washington from Oklahoma, the uh, the wide receiver? He, if, okay. I mean, if he's if there, down Washington or Harrison, I would in the second round. I don't think Washington will be there, and I don't think Harrison. So you're telling me you don't even have Harrison right now as a second round grade. You have no, third no, round. No, I don't. You'd have yes. a high third round grade. I would. I wouldn't trade up in the third round for him. No, if he fell to the third round to the Steelers, I would take him there. Okay. But again, he this is. The third round. Okay. Wow. Okay. I'm gonna get. I'm not. Room. I'm not. Oh. Okay. Three four seven eight five zero eight five eight one. I don't know how many people knew we're on today and everything, but if they're listening on Blog Talk Radio or maybe we have something on our our website and everything. So, okay. Yeah. Perfect draft to you is inside linebacker and then in the second round, whichever one you didn't get in the second round. So what are we looking at in the third round? Third round. And we've texted back and forth on this a little bit. And I think after this one, we might we might start to to wrap things up a little bit and look ahead to next week after we've gone through these first three rounds. But I, I think the Steelers are set up well. If one of those linebackers falls to them in the first round, and since the safety class is so Give deep in round up. two, Give me your stats the, inside linebackers. Right. So as we've as I was talking with Sabo earlier during the week and. And really, the past month, talking about these inside linebackers, we've got our eye on for the Steelers. It's everyone knows they need one so badly with Shazier going down. There's four guys, four inside linebackers that are worthy of being drafted in the first round. I think everyone who's listening to this show follows the Steelers, follows the NFL, knows who they are. Edmund, Smith, Evans, and Van Der Esch. 
So the question then becomes, does one of those four guys fall? And that's what everyone wants to know right now. And so I decided to go back and look, all right, when is the last time four inside linebackers were taking, taken in the first round? And I started going back, you know, year by year by year, and it just wasn't happening. There was a couple times where there was three. There was once where there was none. I went all the way back to 1998. And where it starts to get a little bit fuzzy is where you have guys drafted like, uh, let's say last year, like Hassan Reddick, or this year, like potentially Evans could or Edmonds could, where they're inside guys and a team goes, I can turn that into an edge rusher. So he's an inside linebacker, but he's going to project or the team will project him and draft him as essentially an edge rusher. So when that happens, then the whole the whole kind of thing about our four inside linebackers going to be taken thing gets changed up. But going back to 1998, if we're just going to say inside linebacker, have four inside linebackers ever been drafted in the past 20 years? And that's as far as I got when I was looking back. It has not happened. There was a year where no inside linebackers were taken, but there's never been a year where four inside linebackers were drafted to play inside linebacker. And in a draft class where there are five quarterbacks for sure going in round one, potentially six if you want to throw Rudolph in there, I do not think that this is the year with five quarterbacks going that there is also going to be the first year where there's this big run on inside backers either. That's my stance. So you don't think there will be six quarterbacks in the first round? I think there could be. I think that, that there could be six. There will definitely be at least five because there's no way Jackson gets out. So at least five, potentially six. And when there's that big a run on that position, I don't think that's the time when there's like, you know, they're going to be also for the first time in, you know, the past 20 years, maybe more. I haven't gone back. I haven't kept going back past 1998. But you can't go past. Also, you weren't even born yet. <laughs> we were born in 94, so I can go back at least uh, okay. another, back another four years there. But okay. but that's that's something we'll keep getting into. But with that, we're about to hit our hour mark. Any 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 last things you want to touch on, Sabo? I think we've. We're kind of a little bit all over the place with this one since our first off-season show, and we're not having Fred, but everyone can kind of see, you know, the, the passion we have for the draft and for the Steelers, and of course the NFL as a whole, and a lot of the things that we're going to get to, whether it's analyzing player by, by player going through our different position rankings, specifically for the Steelers' needs, and of course leading up to our uh, live mock draft that we're going to have on. Uh, on the podcast, of course. So any last thoughts you want to throw out there before we kind of wrap things up? I, what I learned today was you don't like Ronnie Harrison. <laughs> I do not like Ronnie Harrison. But I need <laughs> I did not know that. I need to go I need to go and watch the, the rest of his tape. I've I haven't finished his I gotta watch some more of him of White out of West Virginia and a little bit more on, on White to me is the Whitehead. same player. Yeah, White to me is the same type of player as Marcus Allen. I just think Marcus Marcus Allen to me reminds me of uh, Darren Perry playing everything in the third yeah. round. I'm going to say then we'll wrap it up. 
I know you don't like this, but I'm looking for a pure nose tackle or a running back in the third round then. Oh, I, I, I despise both of those, but but that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And that's, we can we, we can get into that later on. Oh, I'm going to give you the next a week's show. card on – I'm going to do Ronnie Harrison for you. Go right for Right off it. the bat, we start talking. I'm going to give you my Ronnie Harrison uh, index card. I'm going to make an index card. I got one. I'm going to bring – Bring it, and that's going to be your gift next time we do the show. I'm going to give you Ronnie. I like it. I'm going to make sure between now and next Friday or Saturday, I, I've finished the rest of my Ronnie Harrison games, and I, I've formed my final opinion on him, so we can have a big old Ronnie Harrison discussion. Yeah. And also talk more Steelers pre-draft visits, get everything moving as they get some more guys in before Easter comes around. So, all right, with that. We're going to go ahead and wrap up our first off-season edition of the Black and Gold NFL Preview from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, sponsored by Frank Walker Law. Signing off for Matt and Sabo. Until next time, thanks for tuning in, guys. And remember, only 33 more days to the draft. 33, going fast. Yep. It's my Christmas. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.